Hey, my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm grateful to be here with you today to sit in this space and be. Be with the grief and in the healing, to create space for peace and to share hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Let's get started. Hi, my friends. Welcome to episode 176, Wishes, Expectations, and Hope. (laughs) It's a mouthful. Lots of interesting things happening in my life. We're we're actually going to be out of town for the next couple weeks for a family wedding and then Thanksgiving. So lots of fun things ahead. I hope you're planning fun things in your life too. I know that in grief, it can be particularly challenging to have fun, to even want to have fun. And having fun is important. It's important to our, just our well-being. You know, and sometimes we just take life so seriously, and that is hugely easy to do in grief. We just take it all so seriously. It's all so challenging. Life just feels so challenging. So I invite you, if you feel like you can, to have some fun, to look forward to some things. And the holidays are coming up, and I'm going to share some things with you for the holidays. Actually, one of the things I'm thinking about doing is re-releasing a webinar that I did last Christmas season where I talked about the holidays and grieving. And it was, it was super impactful. So I think that will be a blessing to you. If you're already in the True Hope Club, you can actually find that in the library as well. Uh, But let's talk about wishes, expectations, and hope. As I was working with a client recently, this idea, or, you know, just this, these ideas about expectations and hope and wishes and the difference between them, really came to even, I came to even a greater awareness around this, and I wanted to share it with you. First of all, I think words are super important. And when we use words, we're communicating. And when we are not on the same page on what those words mean, then we're not communicating very well. Concepts are important, and clearly defining words can help us better understand our current meaning that we've assigned to things, and it can then help you evaluate whether that's a meaning or a belief that is serving you at the highest level. And perhaps you've heard me talk about grief and the way that people define grief as being, you know, grief is love. And I think that's such a dangerous, it's a super dangerous equation because grief is not love. Grief is grief. Love is love. If you look at the definitions, the definitions are very, very different. So, you know, in logic, we might have a a logic equation that looks like, you know, if A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. But it doesn't work when we say if you know, love is grief, because if love is love, grief is grief, and love has a different definition than grief, we can't, literally, we cannot equate those two things. And yet, we do. And there's a reason that we do that. And it's really important that we take a closer look at that. I think that we come across meaning of things in stages. I was listening to someone recently on a podcast talking about 
The way he explained it, he says, if you'd never seen mountains before, and God was trying to explain to you what mountains were, and he was describing, you know, the rock and the formation and all that, and you're just like, no, can't wrap my head around that. Nope, can't wrap. And and then finally, you know, to shorten the the analogy, finally he says, well, mountains are like triangles. And you go, oh, okay, okay, triangles, okay. And so now we just believe mountains are triangles. But then then God comes back and says, okay, well, I want you to understand mountains at a higher level and starts to give you a new definition. Well, a lot of times in a faith belief, sometimes people can't wrap their head around going to the next level of understanding because their belief is mountains are triangles. Anyway, it was a fascinating concept. And I think that in grief work and healing work, when we are healing and we're in grief, it's all about, like really what's happening is our whole belief system, we're in pain, obviously. But if if we think about like physical, you know how I love to equate the physical with the emotional. But if we think about physical, when we cut ourselves and that heals, it has to create new tissue to bind. It's the same with our emotional. When we have emotional pain, we have an emotional injury, which creates a sever or a cut in our emotional body. And then we have to grow to rebind that cut or to heal that wound. So, and we learn those concepts little by little, and we have to undo some of the concepts that we have believed before. So, if before we believed mountains are triangles, and we just see these, you know, brown triangles, really simple, and then we start to get more understanding, it's being able to let go of the fact that a mountain isn't just a brown triangle. In math, we we see the progression. We see adding. We've got to understand adding before we can understand subtracting. We've got to understand those concepts before multiplying. And then we have to understand multiplying in order to understand dividing. And then we move to geometry and algebra and calculus. So it's building the foundations and the concepts in our brain. And so I say all that because sometimes it's not that we're wrong about something as much as it is we need to upgrade our thinking. It may be time to mature our thinking and our understanding. So our current understanding and thinking got us where we are. And we can appreciate ourselves for that. But as Albert Einstein said, we don't solve a problem with the same thinking that got us into the problem. So let's look at the three concepts, wishes, expectations, and hope. So what are wishes? Wishing is a desire. It's a, it could be a strong desire. It's to desire or long for something. And we throw those statements away like glitter or pennies. And many times they are laced with envy. You got a new sweater. I wish I could get a new sweater. You're going to the concert. I wish I could go to the concert. You got a promotion. I wish I could get a promotion. I wish I could go see that. I wish I that would happen to me. I wish I could do that. I wish I could have fill in the blank. That's wishing. And it's a lower level desire than hope. When I think of wishing, it almost feels like there's a desperate feel or 
energy to it. So let's look at expectations. If we define expectations, it's the state of expecting, either with hope or fear, or a prospect of good or misfortune to come. It's interesting to me that the definition of expectation includes the expectation of something good or something bad. But here's where we get into trouble is a lot of times our expectations include how other people are going to show up and expecting them to show up differently than they do. In those cases, expectation leads to disappointment, disapproval, and that's a really yucky energy in a relationship. It just does not feel good because we have a certain expectation. We have certain expectations for ourselves and we fall below those expectations a lot. And when when we put that on other people, again, it leads to disappointment, it leads to disapproval, and it also might lead to manipulation. I think we're all involved in manipulation, including me, more than we'd like to admit. Are we doing things because those are the things that we want to do, that's the way we want to show up, or are we showing up in a certain way and hoping that somebody else will show up in a certain way? It's really interesting to think about, and I I think it's very hard to untangle those things. We very much do things wanting to get an outcome a lot of times. And a lot of times that means we show up in a certain way, hoping that somebody else will mirror that show, you know, the way that we're showing up or that they will meet our expectations. Here's another problem with expectations. When we expect something and we have very specific ways of how it should show up, the ways we think it should look like, So it's one thing to hold expectation for something good to happen in the future. I really suggest that any expectations that you have of things turning out bad, those things need to be unwound because that is not helping. That is worry. And like, I can't remember who said it, but worry pretends to be necessary. I I didn't look that up, so I don't remember who said it, but I've mentioned it before. So for example, maybe you expect a promotion at work and it comes, but the new job doesn't look anything like what you expected it to look like. So the the expectation a lot of times comes with very specific directions on what you, you know, want it to look like. Let's look at hope. Hope is confidence in a future event the highest degree of well-founded expectation of good. So there's that word expectation. But hope is pure. It's looking toward the future with expectancy of good things happening. It's, it's bright. It's encouraging. It's invigorating. Hope is way more than wishing. And I believe true hope does not force things or have a measurement on exactly how and when it shows up. True hope knows that good things can happen in the future and actually be and can actually show up in the future even better than we imagined. 
that was my hope and healing. And sure, lots and lots and many, many days and weeks, I had where I, my hope waned as I healed. I, there were times when I was about to give up hope. But in there was always the spark of hope. Somewhere, sometimes it was buried deep. Sometimes it was stronger than others. And a lot of times it depended on what things looked like for that week. Have you had that experience too? You have a good week and you're like, yes, I'm on my way to healing. And then you have a bad week and you go, oh, I've gone backwards. It's never going to happen. We are so tied to what we see around us and what we're experiencing. But ultimately, when healing came for me, it was so much better and richer than I even anticipated. And to this day, I marvel at the beauty of healing. The difficulty is when we have hope, And along the way, it builds into expectation instead of pure hope. Then when the disappointments come, we lose hope because our expectations weren't realized. So maybe you, and if we're going to talk about hope in grief, like hope for healing during grief, maybe it's like, how many times have you said, I expected to be doing better by now? And, And that is where we create the problem. Because that puts a lot of parameters on our hope when we add expectancy to it, when we add expectations, I should say, to it. So instead, we need to gently hold on to hope with expectancy, but not expectations. So the thought that came to my mind is if we think about if you got in a car in New York and you put in the coordinates to drive to Los Angeles, every turn in your drive, then you would feel like, I haven't made it yet. Now, we don't do that, right? We put the GPS coordinates in, and we follow the map, and every turn we get, you know, we know that we're just a little bit closer. But in grief, we tend to, because we don't, we can't see the whole map. And I think that's part of the issue, right? But if you can look at your grief healing similarly, that every time you turn, every time something shifts and changes, you're just like, oh, I'm just on my way. This is just part of the journey instead of, I haven't made it yet, instead of expecting healing at every turn. So we don't leave New York following the GPS, expecting Los Angeles to be on the very next turn in the first 30 minutes or the first hour or the first two hours or the fifth turn or the sixth turn and so forth. We know that it's going to take time. It's going to take effort and we have our GPS coordinates in, we know where we're headed, we know where we're going to get there. Now, if you've never been to Los Angeles before, then you don't fully know what to expect when you get there. And that's okay. It's just you have the hope and you keep the hope turn by turn. You hold on to the hope instead of turn by turn, losing hope. So start thinking of your grief journey like a very long road trip where you've put in the coordinates, you know what you want, you know you want healing, you don't know exactly what it looks like. I can tell you from my experience, it's grand. You don't know exactly what it looks like and it's okay if on every turn it doesn't show up or it doesn't even look like you're getting there. 
pure hope or true hope is the ability to hold onto hope of a later outcome without allowing current circumstances to dash your hope when it dashes your expectations. So when you turn the corner and healing isn't there, Los Angeles isn't on the next turn, and you expected it, you hold on to the hope that it's going to be later down the road. Evidence says this isn't going to work out. That's what evidence shows us. We turn the corner and we're like, "Ah, I'm not in Los Angeles. And so we're looking at the evidence. We're looking at the circumstances around around us and we're saying, ah, it's not working. And we have this expectation that it should look a certain way. We should have been there by now. The evidence might say it's not working out, but hope says it's on the way. Be careful not to judge your progress by what it looks like today. Be careful not to judge your progress by the evidence that you're looking at, but judge your progress by the direction. Let go of expectations and hold on to hope. All right, I love being here with you guys. And I I do have some big changes coming. And so we are taking a hiatus from the podcast. We're going to have new episodes through the month of November. Um, At least up until Thanksgiving, we're going to have episodes coming out. And then we'll be on break for a couple of months. But we have 170 plus episodes to listen to. So even if you've listened to all of them before, go back and listen again. I want to be here on your hope journey. I want to be the station you're listening to as you follow your GPS. All right, you are wonderful. I believe in you. Hold on to your hope. And I will see you next week. Remember, I love you. I believe in you. Bye.